Hey everyone, are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. If you want to know about Instagram, well, I've got an Instagram clarity coach here, Allison Scholes. So sit back and let's get ready to be fired up. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business and you want to learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. Hi, Allison. How are you? Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Krista. I am super excited to be here and I am fired up and ready to go. Oh, awesome. I know today's your podcast, Anita. So Allison actually has her own podcast as well. What's the name of it? Social Media for Mompreneurs Podcast. So I'm all about helping the mamas, you know, get in the uh, the branding and Instagram and all the good stuff in the nooks and crannies of their busy day. Ooh, social media for mompreneurs. So you definitely have your, your client avatar. It's moms, which is women moms that are, want to be entrepreneurs. That's great. Love it. Love it. I'm all about niching. Yes. Yes. So tell me about yourself. Tell me a little bit about what you do. So right now I am all about um, helping mompreneurs grow an online presence, especially on Instagram. And I do that through coaching, creative copy, and content. I love just pouring into my podcast. I love pouring into moms on a daily basis, if it's on social or if it's through my coaching clients. I just really love helping them because guess what? I was there too. I was spinning my wheels a couple years ago, trying to build my brand and my business online and trying to really figure out what I wanted to do because I think we all start on a journey and then we realize as we're going along on that journey that things pivot, things change, we shift. And I think, um, I think a lot of moms are afraid to start that journey. And what I have found out is, well, guess what? You got to start and you have to do it. I hate to say it really crappy because that's what it takes. That's what <laughs> it really takes is you're, you're going to be crappy in the beginning, but you know what? That's how you learn. And that's how you find your niche. And that's how I found my niche into the Instagram space. I didn't start out that way at all. Yeah. So t tell me a little bit about your story. So kind of give us a background and, and, you know, so we kind of know where you came from so people can get an understanding that you started somewhere too. Yeah. You know, I started in corporate. I did what every person is taught to do is, you know, go to school, go to college, get the degree and get the job. And that's exactly what I did. And I was in marketing for the banking industry. It was a cool job. I was in charge of all the 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 marketing coordinating, the graphic design. It was really cool, but I didn't like the corporate feel or the corporate space. And I always knew that I wanted to have babies and I wanted to be present for my babies. So I decided to make a shift in my life and thought, you know what, I'm going to give teaching a try because I think I can be a great teacher. So lo and behold, I did go back to school while I had little ones and got the teaching degree, found out that teaching really isn't for me. It's a ton of work. You know, the whole thing of you get the summers off, that might be a perk, but let me tell you, those teachers put in a lot of work and I definitely respect our teachers. I but actually you know have I, a, a master's degree in education. I taught third grade for six years. And after six years, I was so, I loved, I loved teaching. I love people. I love doing it, but it was hard because teaching is hard and, and you've got, you, you know, I, as I had a master's degree in education, I would taught for six years and I wasn't even making $60,000 a year. It's crazy. 
Right, right. Yeah, you yeah. do work your butt off. And but I was feeling during this time of teaching, I was getting pulled back to my creative roots mm-hmm. where I was in marketing and graphic design. And I decided, you know what? There has to be a way for me to work from home, be present with my kids but still be creative and do something for myself. So that's when the whole idea, my website is bossladyandsweatpants.com. I wanted I to be love my own it. boss and I wanted to work in my sweatpants. So that's what I did. And I started off as this mom blog and I thought I was just going to be a mom blogger, but it just evolved into teaching moms how to use social media. And then I went even, you know, I niched down and it really got into Instagram. And that's where the love of Instagram came. I just tried to learn so much I could about it, but try to teach it in a way that was simple for moms to understand and they could use on a daily basis without feeling the overwhelm when you open the Instagram app and go, holy smokes, I'm supposed to do all this stuff. How am I going to do this? So I like to chunk it down and just help the busy moms utilize all the features on Instagram in an easy and fun way. Cause I really believe Instagram can be a fun space to grow your brand. Okay. Awesome. So t- give us some tips. So first of all, if, if you're a mompreneur or if you're anyone, like anyone that using Instagram, what would your advice be on how they can grow their, their Instagram account? Like what are kind of the tips and tricks of the trade? Well, I always start off with um, talking cause I get clients all the time that come to me and say, well, you know what? I just don't know what to post. And that might be the surface level or the initial frustration, but it really goes deeper than that. And you, it comes down to busy moms, number one, really not understanding their own personal brand and what they stand for. And number two, they are consuming way too much content on Instagram and they're trying to be just like everybody else. And at the end of the day, that is not going to work. So I always, you know, I have like three essential elements to an Instagram brand. And these are the three things that I always recommend that you start with. It doesn't matter if you've been on Instagram for a day or if you've been on Instagram for a year. Number one is not only do you have to have your personal brand clearly defined and understand your stories, your values, understand who your ideal audience is, have your visuals in place, make sure that your brand voice, you, you understand your own brand, your personality, understand your messaging. But I think you need to go beyond that when it comes to Instagram. And I think that everyone should define their three brand pillars or content pillars. And all it is, I always ask my clients this question, what do you want to be known for? And they kind of sit back with their eyes wide open and it's a simple question, but it really gets you thinking. It's so when funny too. So real quickly, like you're talking mm-hmm. about brand. Most people think brand like, oh, my colors, my logo, my slogan. It's, it's not that. Branding is so different. Right, right. Well, and your colors and all that, it might be a part of your brand, yeah. but it's really one small part, but there's a lot that goes into a brand. Your messaging, who you're trying to attract, exactly, who your client avatar exactly. is, what their needs and wants are, how you can help right. support their desires, how you, you know what, who you, you know, what is, what does your brand represent? Who are you trying to help? What is your vision? How are you going to help them? So many different things. Yeah. Yeah. So I always recommend that they need to clarify or define 
their three brand pillars. What do you want to be known for? So I always give them my example. I want to be known for personal branding. I want to be known for helping women, especially moms, grow a brand on Instagram. And I want to be known for making social media easy and fun again. That's it. I write down my three brand pillars. Those pillars are the foundation of my content for Instagram. So whenever mm -hmm. I'm going to put myself out there on Instagram, in my newsfeed, in my post, in my reels, I'm going to make sure whatever I put out there, the content that I will deliver to my ideal audience, I'm going to make sure it points back to one of those three brand pillars. What that does is it gets you focused. It puts you in your own lane on Instagram and you're going to stop watching what everyone else is doing out there. Mm -hmm. So that's like the first essential element. The second essential element is really fine tuning. When we talk about our Instagram bio, we need to make sure that it doesn't focus on us as the user. We need to make sure that number one, it focuses on our ideal audience. But number two, how do we serve or help our audience? Because think about it when you're scrolling on Instagram and you're checking out accounts, you are there to see what that person offers you. You want to know what's in it for yourself when you're visiting these people. So you need to set up your Instagram account in a way that it focuses on your audience and how you help or serve them. So I always say, make sure you have a great profile pic. You don't want your logo because if you're going to build a personal brand, you need to show the person behind the brand, not a logo. Your name field needs to have your name because I'm not going to do business with a business name. I'm going to do business with a person. And then you want to try to put in there a credibility statement. Krista, you have a podcast and I know you have your podcast in your, um, your Instagram bio. I have my podcast in my Instagram bio. It just helps build authority. And then I always recommend that you have an I help statement. And that I help statement is simply who you serve, what's their main problem, and what's your solution? Because again, people want to know what's in it for me when I go to your account. And then of course, you need to have a link. There's so many accounts with no links and that drives me crazy. Yeah, You want to get them off the platform. Build. You want to build connections on Instagram, but eventually you want to take them off of Instagram and put them on your email list. Put them, you know, have them listen to your podcast or drive traffic to your website. You want to take them somewhere. So that is the second like essential element to start growing your Instagram brand on Instagram. So how are we doing so far, Krista? Awesome. I'm taking notes. You're doing great. <laughs> it's so, so good. I'm taking notes right now so that I can kind of help. So if you see me typing, I'm listening and I'm, I'm typing at the same time. So we don't miss any of the key, <laughs> key components for the, for the show notes. So it's good. I totally agree with everything you're saying. It's so true with, I mean, with any platform, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, all of what you just said is so, so important, you know, so, so important. Yeah. And then my third element is, cause I know we're going to go right back to that question. I don't know what to post on Instagram. So I always say, well, let's take a look at your three brand pillars based off of your three brand pillars. Cause what you want to be known for on Instagram, you want people to come to you for whatever you want to be known for. I always suggest to my clients, let's create content 
categories because we don't want to approach Instagram and think we're just going to blast our products and services in our newsfeed each and every day. Here's what I got. Come work with me. Come buy from me. That's not what Instagram is all about. People need to understand when they approach Instagram, they need to approach it in a service based mindset. You need to approach Instagram in a way where you're going to build relationships and you're going to build the know, like, and trust factor. And when you build that know, like, and trust factor, that is the gateway to leads and profits down the road. But initially on Instagram, it's all about building connections. And the best way to do that is to define content categories for your three brand pillars. And all I mean by that, it's, it's post types. So you're going to put in there like something about you. How do you relate to your ideal audience? Show behind the scenes, give tips, give tutorials, um, share transformations that you've helped your clients with, show the benefits of working with you and share inspirational posts. So all you're doing is you're taking these content categories and you're going to sprinkle them throughout the month as you're planning your content. That way you're, when you're showing up on Instagram, you're not showing up without a plan. You are showing up with the plan that points back to your three brand pillars. And the whole point of these content categories is to keep you connected with your audience and keep you consistent. Cause that is the key when it comes to Instagram is consistency pays off at the end. Yeah. And implement like it's consistency and implementation. And so many people will stop doing something because they don't see, they don't see the results right away. That's one of the biggest thing I see, see with my clients with what, with what they're doing is like, they don't see the results right away. They stop too soon. And I have to remind you, you got to keep going. It takes time, you know? Absolutely. And I think too, people need to understand when they get on Instagram and they're making connections, not every single connection is a potential client. It's okay to have other people in your inner circle that are within your niche because not only is it a great way to learn from other people, but there are possibilities for collaborations and there's possibilities for referrals. So don't turn your back on people who connect with you, but you think they're never going to buy from me. Don't turn your back on those connections because in the long, in the long term, that can actually benefit you in different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I could not agree more. It's just, it's just in, insane. Like you don't know who you're going to run into. You don't know what they can do for you. I, it's, I, it's funny when people ever ask me, can I meet with you? Or can we, do you have time? Can we talk? I never say no to an opportunity because even though I'm busy, right? Because I never know what that opportunity can lead into, how I can help them, how they might be able to help me, how we can help each other and collaborate. Like that's the whole idea behind it. Okay, great. So the three pillars, totally down, totally agree. Um, I think that that really plays a huge packed what she's talking about on any social media platform site. Uh, it, it's kind of brand guidelines 101 for, for your marketing efforts on all of them. Um, it's funny, Allison just drank her water and her and I were talking about how we like to drink a gallon of water a day. So we're both like guzzling our water down. <laughs> okay. Can you give us a few strategies that people can use, like specific tactics that they can use? So once they have their three pillars down, what are some specific strategies and tactics that they can do on a daily basis to really start moving the needle? Okay, so I always follow up with that with my 10-10-10 rule because I don't know about you in the beginning, but when I approached Instagram and I got on there, lo and behold, you fall into the, you know, the rabbit hole of scrolling and you look up and an hour and 20 minutes has gone by and yeah. you've accomplished absolutely nothing. Like yes, you've all yes. been there 
and you know, we can still fall into that trap sometimes. So a lot of people are like, I don't know what to do. There's so many features. There's so many things to do. So hands down, follow my 10, 10, 10 rule. And all it is, is 10 minutes, do your post and interact with other posts within your newsfeed. Then spend 10 minutes in your Instagram stories, then spend 10 minutes in your hashtag hubs. And here's the cool thing. If you want to do all 10 minutes at one time or, or 30 minutes at one time, fine. I like to break it up throughout the day because the algorithm is going to like you coming in and out of Instagram. So I'll do 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the afternoon, 10 minutes in the evening, and I'm out because I have better things to do in my business. We were just talking today how Wednesdays is my podcasting day. Guess what? Yes. Even though I'm an Instagram clarity coach, that doesn't mean I live on Instagram seven days a week, 24 hours. There's other things that I need to be doing to grow my business and help my clients and grow the podcast. So yes, I do spend time in Instagram, but I'm very intentional with my time. I don't really scroll and just, you know, see what's going on. I go in there with intention. I set the timer. I will be 10 minutes in my newsfeed. That timer goes off, I'm out. And then I'll go in later, 10 minutes in Instagram stories, answering polls. Is it okay that the you know, stories sending... like that you're not doing them, like with the stories, don't you want them different times throughout the day showing you doing different things or not? Yeah, that's really helpful because what happens is if someone interacted with your story earlier that day and then later in the afternoon, you put up, you know, one or two more 15 second clips, your little bubble jumps to the front of the line for that person to see because they've already interacted with you. So it's really okay. good to spread out your Instagram stories. So, okay. and I was also going to give the suggestion too, because I think so many people are so overwhelmed with all the features on Instagram. Like, okay, I have to post. I have to be in my stories. Oh my gosh, I have to do a video. Oh my gosh, now there's Instagram Reels, IGTV, live. So they're so overwhelmed with it. And then they just give up on it and go, well, that's not for me. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, they, so. <laughs> they get overwhelmed. There's, which is, they get us to start somewhere, right? And not like, yes. not let the overwhelm kind of get in the way. And it, it does, it happens to all of us. Right. And I, mm -hmm. I like to break it down. I, I break it down into like three major chunks for Instagram. I don't know what's with the threes with me. I think people just like threes. I do <laughs> three the three brand pillars. Yeah, three is easy. So when it comes to Instagram, we want to build the know, like, and trust. There's three factors right there, right? So if you want people to get to know you, utilize your newsfeed and put posts out there that are very valuable, valuable content rich content that will help your audience get to know you, get to know your brand. That's the big chunk. If you want people to start to like you, then you want to introduce them to your personality. And you can do that in Instagram stories and just show up as you, show them behind the scenes. We don't need our perfectly branded photos in our Instagram stories. Yes, and everything we being can exactly. sit here, right? We can sit here in our sweatpants, in our t-shirt, and the dog running around with a laundry basket in the background. Who cares? That's the real you and utilize your Instagram reels once in a while. You don't need to do them every day once in a while. And that's a great opportunity to showcase your personality. Now you want people to start to trust you. So then I always suggest once you're comfortable with the news feed and then you're comfortable with Instagram sh stories showing up and maybe you're doing a reel, maybe once or twice a week, then you want to try to do IG live and turn it into an IGTV. That is your opportunity to build brand authority 
And I always say, do it through teaching. You want to go deep on a subject and teach your audience something that you can do between three to six minutes. It seems to be the magic number for IGTV. That is, if it's between three to six minutes, your audience is more likely to watch it. If it goes beyond 10, you might lose them. And if it's too short, they might just scroll right past it. <laughs> so, so true. Okay. I love this. It's, if, for my listeners, just to let you know, you're like speaking my language because basically everything you said, I teach them to do via Facebook. So it's like, I'm a, a Facebook specialist and it's like, it's like, well, I'm listening to myself speak. So in other words, you can see how smart <laughs> Allison is and she knows what she's talking about. Okay, great. How long should somebody, should it, will it take somebody to start to develop, to develop a following? And, you know, I know people want, oh, they want this big, big, you know, they want big, a lot of followers, but sometimes I don't think a lot is always the most important thing as much as it is, is having really engaged followers that are really loyal and, and care about you. Can you give some, you know, some talk about that? Yeah, I completely agree with you. You want quality followers over quantity followers. You can have 10,000 followers, but more than half of them could be bots. And a lot of them might never interact with one single post or story that is not going to help you build connections. It's not going to help you build your list. It's not going to help you get the leads and the profits that you want down the road. You can have a successful brand and business on Instagram with a very small following. I'm talking 500 to 1,000 followers. You can absolutely do it. I do not have a huge following, but I have a very engaged following and I'm interacting with them. And a lot of people say, I want followers but they don't engage. So be very careful with the statement of, I want followers, but if you're not willing to use the app to engage with other people and find people in your hashtag hubs, go to other accounts that are similar to your niche and see what kind of people are following them and start interacting with them. And I'm talking real interactions. I'm not talking emojis or like great tip, no. Go further. Why is it a great tip? What did you learn? What did you take away from it? Did you find it entertaining? Did you find it super valuable? Was there a relatable story there? Engage, just like someone was, you know, standing next to you at Target. You would start like a little conversation in line. Yeah. That's how you should start. You need to start those conversations on Instagram and just keep going. The more consistent you are, then the more growth you will have and it'll just compound over time. And when we talk consistency, this is like the next question I get all the time. They're like, well, how often do I need to post? And I say, well, how often are you comfortable with? Don't <laughs> let all the pros out there tell you, you have to be on Instagram seven days a week to, you know, twice a day, 14 posts a week. No, you don't. Because you have to remember, number one, your intention for being on the platform but number two, who's your ideal audience? Uh, my ideal audience is busy moms. So me posting in my newsfeed Monday through Friday is just fine showing up in Instagram stories, but I'm not really on there on the weekends. I don't have time for that. It's family time. And so a lot of my moms, it's family times on the weekend. So you need to define your consistency, what it looks like for you, what you're willing to commit, but then follow through week after week after week, and you will see growth in the long run. No, oh, so true. It's like, what are you willing to commit to doing? And, it, and everyone's kind of comfortable. Their comfort level is different and their growth rate is different, right? It's yeah. it, doing, it, doing it consistently and is just so, so important and really, really staying um, committed to that because it's easy just to 
to stop doing it. I know my, my, one of my coaches, Russell Brunson, I'm in his inner circle and he says, you know, you should do it like commit for the next year, 365 days a year to do it. You know, what, uh, uh, 365 days for the next year, like do it every single day, at least one time on your, on your platform. But then also it's like, there's so many different platforms, which platform do you choose? And you can't do them all. Right. So it's like, pick your platform, um, commit to sticking to it. Try to do it. If you can, as often as you can, that you're comfortable with that, you'll continue to do it. And some days that might be more than others, but you know, getting out there, giving value, but the more you do it, the more comfortable you'll get. That is definitely true. So it's, it's like the idea of just it's like anything, right? The more you practice, anything can be learned. The more you practice, the easier it'll get. Okay. This has been great, Allison. Um, I always like to, to, I try to keep my podcast around 30 minutes. We're getting to that 30 minute mark. And so I like to always, um, you know, ask my, my, my people that I'm interviewing is just, if you could give one tip, whether it's business or personal or whatever it might be to really help the audience, what, what do you think, what would, what would you leave them with that you wanted to make sure they understood and they remembered to get as most, most value as possible? Um, I think you can apply this to anything in your life, business, Instagram, wherever you are. But I think it's important to move ourselves from a state of inspiration to a state of doing. I don't know how many, a lot of people say, I'm so stuck. But the problem is we're stuck because we keep listening to all the podcasts, reading the books, downloading the freebies, and we consume all the information and it's all in our head and it stays there. And we'll never move the needle in our business, our life, our family, whatever it is, if we don't take action. And it's okay if that initial action is super messy because that's the only way that you're gonna take the next step and the next step. So move from a state of inspiration and move to a state of doing. Oh, I end every podcast with this. This is a great information and knowledge is not power. Implementation is. That's why I end every single podcast. And it's so true. You couldn't have said it, said it better. I really appreciate Allison, you being on there. Can you, can you give the name of your podcast again so people know where to find you at? What's the name of it? Absolutely. It's social media for mompreneurs. Social media for mompreneurs. Go look her up because if you're listening to this, you're a podcaster and that's great. Another great place for you to go. Did you have any type of a, um, of a freebie you wanted to give or anything like that today? You know what? If they just want to go to bossladyandsweatpants.com, right on my homepage, I have the freebie vault so they can pick what they want. Okay. So one more time, it's called bossladyandsweatpants.com. Bossladyandsweatpants.com. I love it. Okay, Allison, thank you so much. And hey, I really appreciate you, um, you, you being here. You were, you were amazing. Thanks for all the value that you provided. And we are, our future Instagrammers, I'm sure, are going to start following you and taking your advice. But remember, everyone, knowledge is not power. Implementation is. So we've got to actually start doing and not just always learning. We got to actually do. And I just wanted to let you know, I really appreciate you giving me um, this little bit of your time. It means a lot. And go out there and crush it and I'll see you next time.